Good afternoon, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane, and today we're doing another Rogue News segment, because you know what? Why not? I'm running low on all my other segments right now. I have to uh, do some planning um, ahead, so, you know, we're gonna do another Rogue News segment, since the last one you guys uh, liked very much, so we're gonna keep going. If you are at all interested in supporting Rogue Radio, if you like what we do, if you like what we are putting out for you and all the information that we give, we have a GoFundMe. Every donation that we do receive will be put towards missions and also the expansion of our YouTube channel and our anchor. Missions is something that me and my husband believe in. We want to help people overseas and seeing that there are many countries that do listen to this podcast, we want to be able to give back to you as well. And giving into missions and mission work and missionaries is something that we want to do. Our GoFundMe page will also be in the description below, so be sure to click and donate. Thank you very much. We love you very much. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can reach me on my Instagram, Twitter, YouTube channel, and also my Gmail account, which I have just uh, put up. So I will always have those in the description now. Thank you very much. For the politics, okay? Um, Biden fails to mention Jesus in Easter address and speaks of COVID instead. Um, I... <laughs> I find this kind of funny, actually. Um, for one, I have my, um, suspicions of Easter and Christmas, to be perfectly honest. But, um, when OAN calls out Joe Biden for not mentioning Jesus, that that's cool. I like that, but... I mean, Jesus is irrelevant in this um, generation. It sucks, and people want to make excuses and use Jesus as an excuse for their sin and all that other stuff. They're they're trying to modernize the new Jesus and and all this other stuff, and it's so stupid. So it doesn't. Um, it's not a surprise at all that he would ever. Uh, not mention, you know, Jesus in the Easter address. I didn't even know that you had to, like, address Easter as a holiday. I don't know, dude. I don't know what a lot of presidents do. Is that something y'all do? Joe Biden has come under fire for failing to mention Jesus Christ in his purported Easter address. However, Biden made sure to mention COVID-19 seven times. <laughs> Dang, seven times, bro? That's too much. Why you do that? No wonder you're under fire. We share the sentiments of Pope Francis. Oh, you're, you're, you're okay. Um, who has said that getting vaccinated is a moral obligation, Biden said. <laughs> this is starting to, uh, politics are, is just starting to get more and more 
hilarious to me because it's like, it's just starting to become a comedy to me. Biden, who claims to be a devout Catholic, took an opportunity to promote COVID vaccines in his address, which further stirred the latest fears of the coronavirus. That's exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to stir fear up in order for all these vaccines to be put in people. It's a push. It's propaganda. That's all it is. Anyway, some guy named Benny Johnson, I don't know who he is, forgive me, I just don't know, tweeted, Joe Biden does not mention Jesus Christ once in his Easter message, <laughs> message mentions um, co coronavirus seven times. Tell us or tell you everything you need to know about what the modern left worships. Yup. And then President Biden tweeted from our family to yours, we wish you health, hope, joy, and peace. Happy Easter, everyone. So we're going to listen to his little address. Oh, here we go. Jill and I want to send you our warmest Easter greetings to you and your family. As we celebrate this most holy day, we know many are still going without familiar comforts of the season. The virus is not gone. And so many of us still feel the longing and loneliness of distance. For a second year, most will be apart from their families, their friends, the full congregations that fill us with joy. And yet, as the Gospel of John reminds us, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The traditions of Holy Week take us on a journey from sorrow to salvation, reminding us that with faith, hope, and love, anything is possible. And today, as spring returns, we see hope all around us. Families are getting the financial help they need to take a breath once again. Businesses are recovering, <laughs> and more and more Americans are getting life-saving vaccines. <laughs> we share the sentiments of Pope Francis, who has said that getting vaccinated is a moral obligation, one that can save your life and the lives of others. By getting vaccinated and encouraging your congregations and your communities to get vaccinated, we not only can beat this virus, we can also hasten the day when we can celebrate the holidays together again. This Easter, from our family to yours, we wish you health, hope, joy, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding. Happy Easter, everyone. May the Lord bless you and keep you. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oi. I didn't actually pay attention if he mentioned Jesus at all, but he did quote some scripture like every fake person can do. Why did it sound like he was slurring too? He was like, not a lot of people or they're all without fruit and food and blah, blah. Is it just me or did he say that? Instead of food, he said fruit. I see that Kamala has sedated you, Joe. He's sleepy. Critics said his address was an insult as he failed to honor the Christian symbol of faith and instead used a supposedly religious message for political purposes. Biden's COVID address <laughs> also caused dismay among Christian communities, uh, many of whom uh, oppose vaccinations for any purpose. Critics said the focus of Biden's address showed the modern left was what the modern left was worshipping 
and they were worshiping money and power instead of Jesus. Now, the reason why I find it so funny nowadays just to read stuff like this, it just, it's because it's, it's not a surprise to me. We, <laughs> we have Lil Nas X giving Satan and apparently Jesus a lap dance and selling Satan shoes with human blood in the soles. It's stupid. It's wrong, of course. It's stupid. It's demonic. It's... But I'm not surprised. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not surprised. And the reason why I don't necessarily take Christmas or Christian holidays at face value is because we don't actually know what day or what season or what month even Jesus was even born. That's impossible for us to know. <clears throat> It's been proven that the Catholics uh, were trying to steal winter solstice from the pagans. That way they could make winter solstice like a holiday, a holy holiday. That's what they did. Um, so, yeah, that's how Christmas came to be. Um, you can argue about it. It's there. It's happened. Um... A lot of the holy days that we celebrate, sure, is it nice to celebrate Jesus? Of course it is. Of course it is. I'm not saying that it isn't. I'm saying that it's not the right day. Same thing as Easter. We don't actually know when Jesus came out of the tomb and rose again. We don't know actually what day. All these things are made up just in order to give Jesus recognition. And that's okay. It's still okay, I'm just saying that it, it's not the same day. We are- it's impossible to know the exact time and day that Jesus was born, the exact time and day that Jesus rose again and came out of the tomb. We don't know any of that. We don't know any of that. <laughs> okay, Australia, I see you. <laughs> Oh my god, I, ha I had to read this. I have to. Just because I have Australian listeners and I want to laugh with y'all because this is funny. Okay, this next one is Australian TV. Biden is illiterate, incoherent, and cognitively deficient. <laughs> Okay, yes, I agree a lot, but let's get into this. My Australian listeners, I love you. <laughs> um, a mayor, Australian TV, oh, a major, sorry. I'm, I promise you I'm not illiterate. <clears throat> a major Australian TV channel has continued to expose the weakness and corruption of the Biden administration in a recent segment of his show, Alan Jones of Sky News Australia had Biden's declining mental and physical health have raised uh, increasing alert among the U.S. allies. This is the President of the United States of America who is illiterate, incoherent, and cognitively deficient, Jones said. <clears throat> and a leader of the Western world. It is an insult to those who fought for democracy. 
Okay, I think this is the snippet where uh, he actually talks about it, but here we go. I have to say something about Joe Biden, because his incoherent fantasies are going to affect all of us. The bloke is reluctant to speak to the media because those managing Biden know that if he goes off message, to put it unkindly, he's hopeless. Last week he conducted his first press conference after 64 days as president, the longest a new president has gone in more than 100 years. How much longer can this go on? He declared a week ago that democracy was under threat. Well, he's right there, witness our country, where mob rule and the ABC bid to replace the rule of law. But if democracy is under threat, which it is even in our country, that threat's not going to be averted with the leader of the world's democracies incoherent, having to be propped up physically and intellectually. Now, have a look at Biden stumbling a fortnight ago <laughs> while walking up the steps <laughs> of Air Force One. <laughs> well, look, in many ways, it's quite sad. He stumbles three times. Trump talks about media bias and that in relation to Biden, quote, the press protect him. Well, after the stumble, the websites of MSNBC, CBS News, The Washington Post, Los Angeles Times and The New York Times all had no mention of Biden's stumbling incident. To prove the Trump point when it came to airtime on television, CNN devoted 15 seconds to the incident. But when Trump walked slowly down a ramp after he delivered a graduation address last June, CNN devoted 22 minutes to Trump's walk, the media pushing the line that Trump at 74 was facing serious health questions. This is the same Biden who addressed Kamala Harris as President Harris the other day. The same Biden who during the presidential campaign said he was running for the Senate. He was running for the Senate, not the presidency. Well, now have a look at this. With regard to the filibuster, I believe we should go back to a position of the filibuster that existed just when I came to the United States Senate 120 years ago. What? What? <laughs> 120 years ago? You're kidding me. Attilian. 20 years ago. Then, then, he said this. And that is that it used to be required for the filibuster, and I, I had a card on this. What the hell does that mean? Not long after that, listen to this. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you, that you uh, <laughs> um, like to be able to... Anyway... I'm, well, we're ready to get a lot done. What? What? I mean, this is the President of the United States of America who's illiterate, incoherent, cognitively deficient, and the leader of the Western world. It is an insult to those who fought for democracy. What must Hillary Clinton be thinking? The leading female Democrat of her time, this bloke got the gig, she missed out. It is no longer a joke, though. The real tragedy is, if Biden goes, Kamala Harris gets the gig. This is the woman who's been sent to deal with the Mexican border crisis. All Biden could do was revoke everything that Trump did, including Trump's Remain in Mexico program that forces migrants to wait outside America while their asylum applications move through the legal system. 
Actually, there is currently, I have to say, an investigation into whether Biden broke the law by halting construction of the border wall, which has led to a massive surge of illegal immigrants and unaccompanied children. There is a 1974 law that prohibits a president from altering funding approved by Congress. But now having created the mess, letting millions roll into America, Biden has thrown his Homeland Security Secretary under a bus and sent in Kamala Harris. Now, in 2018, the former acting director of Immigration and Customs Enforcement, Ron Vitello, questioned the then Senator Harris about the need to enforce immigration laws. Well, she compared the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Program to Ku Klux Klan, motivated by racial animus. She was then asked whether people should be deported for violating US immigration laws. Her answer, no. They should not be deported. In fact, she called for the dismantling of ICE, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement. The woman with a track record of encouraging illegal immigration and disparaging immigration enforcement agencies is now going to lead the effort to restore order. And she could be the next president. It would be comical if it weren't so serious. Today, now remember, this is everything that Donald Trump warned American voters about. Joe Biden has unveiled a U.S. $2 trillion infrastructure plan overnight. It's a massive climate change manifesto. This has implications for us. How's this to be paid? Well, Biden plans to lift the U.S. corporate tax rate from 21% to 28% and will reverse the tax cut that Donald Trump signed into law at the end of 2017. As Trump warned the American people, now it's happening, tax increases, and here they come. The infrastructure plan is code for overhauling the economy and introducing introducing the Green New Deal by stealth. Now, listen to the figures. The proposal includes $230 billion to build 500,000 electric vehicle charges by 2030, the expansion of tax credits for clean energy generation and storage, and US $10 billion to launch a climate... Cons- okay. I know it's getting off topic. I really wanted to watch the whole thing. And since the video is almost done, we're going to keep going. But the one thing that I really hate about these Democrats is that the only thing that you all care about is the planet. What about the people in the planet? Okay. I understand that, yes, you need to plant trees. You need to do certain things in order to help the planet. But guess what? This environmental plan that Biden has established is so freaking expensive. So expensive. Okay. Y'all are going to be paying a lot in taxes just to pay for this. Not only that, like I said, I believe it. All of those stimulus checks that are given to you to distract you to what's going on right now, you're going to be paying taxes for that next year. I believe it. I hope not, but I believe it. This is one of the reasons why I believe that Trump really didn't um, try to do anything with like the environmental stuff is because he was trying to get rid of the national debt, which is trillions and trillions of dollars real deep, okay? I don't know where all this money is. Never mind, I do. It's coming from China. Biden and China are, like, married now. Um, Yes, so... 
<laughs> it's just so stupid. It's so expensive. The only reason that they can do this now is because they're still, they're now still like alliances with China and China wants to fund America. But it's costing the American people their lives, their livelihood, their businesses, and their money that they've made. And all of you voted for this dude. Okay, we're gonna keep going. Now it's happening, tax increases, and here they come. The infrastructure plan is code for overhauling the economy and introducing, introducing the Green New Deal by stealth. Now listen to the figures. The proposal includes 230 billion to build 500,000 electric vehicle charges by 2030, the expansion of tax credits for clean energy generation and storage, and US 10 billion to launch a climate conservation corps to employ people to quote, boost climate resilience, unquote. This is simply Biden genuflecting to the left, to Bernie Sanders, to green religion and hiking taxes to pay for it. Well, thank God for the former Trump White House official, Mark Short, who's formed a group with other Republicans called the Coalition to Protect American Workers. And they say they'll fight back against the proposed tax increases and pressure politicians to reject Biden's infrastructure plan. Mark Short has said, and I quote, Democrats now want to pass job-killing tax increases that will stifle our economy as the country is finally emerging from a pandemic. Well, one person on the Fox News website has summed it up, and I quote, Hold on to your wallets, folks. The Democrats are in charge and they're coming for your money. It wasn't enough, he writes, to steal $1.9 trillion for the Pelosi package, taking money from red states, that's Republicans, to distribute to corrupt and incompetently run blue states, that's Democrats. Now, you'll see something in the order of a six, he says, a $6 trillion Green New Deal coming, poorly camouflaged as infrastructure. He asked... Guess who's paying for that? This is just a Fox News viewer writing. You do. Your children do. And your grandchildren do. Future generations will curse us for letting this happen. And they'll remember the Biden administration, he writes, is the point where a once great nation turns south. Well, don't say that Donald Trump didn't warn Americans of this. Taxes will continue to rise. International crises will break out like spot fires. The first is Myanmar. China, sensing American weakness, is in the absolute ascendant. What's next? Hong Kong, Taiwan, the entire South China Sea. And all the while, Biden is escalating debt by pouring trillions into green projects, stumbling upstairs and basically incoherent. That's one thing to say, wake up America. I am saying it's time we all woke up. Y'all still sleep? Anyway, Jones said the purported leader of the free world has to be propped up for every public appearance. He added, Democrat-controlled media has lied and covered up for Biden to make him look good, but it's failing at its task. After the stumble, the websites of MSNBC, CBS News, and Washington Post, Los Angeles Times, and the New York Times, all had no mention of Biden's stumbling incident, Jones said. <laughs> of course not. Jones also said that Biden has made statements that did not make sense, which stirred further confusion among U.S. allies. Yes. Yes. I don't have anything to say. I think that whole video was self-explanatory, and I agree with every little bit of it.
here comes our OG president um, for the last little segment of the political section of this thing. So, President Trump, boycott businesses that promote woke cancel culture. Please. Please, yes. President Trump called on Republicans to fight fire with fire in the war against woke cancel culture. (laughs) I love it. In a statement issued on Saturday, the president encouraged the boycott of several companies, including the MLB, Coca-Cola, and Delta Airlines. Okay, here's a tweet from Natalie Hart. President Trump on the GA boycotts. Boycott Major League Baseball, Coca-Cola, Delta Airlines, J.P. Morgan Chase, Viacom, Citigroup, Costco, UPS, and Merck. Don't go back to their products until they relent. We can play the game better than them. I have to correct myself. It's not Costco, it's Cisco. Whoops. Okay, let's look at this statement that was uh, up on April 3rd, 2021. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America and rightful President of 2021, okay? For years, the radical left Democrats have played dirty by boycotting uh, products when anything from that company is done or stated in any way that offends them. Now they are going big time with woke cancel culture and our sacred elections. It is finally time for Republicans and conservatives to fight back. Uh, We have more people than they do by far. Boycott Major League Baseball, Coca-Cola, Delta Airlines, J.P. Morgan, Chase, Viacom, CBS, Citigroup, Cisco, UPS, and Merck or M-R-C-K, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but um, don't go back to their products until they relent. We can play the game better than them. Um, They didn't get approval of state legislatures, which is mandated under the U.S. Constitution. They rigged and stole the 2020 election, which we won by a landslide, and then on top of that, boycott and scare companies into submission Never submit, never give up. The radical left will destroy our country if we let them. And we will not become a socialist nation. Happy Easter. Now that, that is one hell of a good Easter address by our true president. This came in response for calls to boycott Georgia and their businesses after the outcry against a recently passed voting rights law. Hmm. Uh, The president urged his supporters not to give up on the fight against socialism, saying the radical left will destroy America if we let them. Rogue Radio will be right back after this message. (laughs) Booty. Now it's time for positive stuff. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, my husband's home, so this should. I killed your dad. 
<laughs> this is gonna be a bit interesting. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> for you Loki fans out there, I have an article for you. Okay, here's an article from the direct. My husband's making some weird noises. Just please know that we're not doing anything crazy. So, Okay, well. Tom Hiddleston's Loki new trailer <laughs> teases a crazy plot of Disney Plus show. The multi expected to remain central to the narrative of the MCU's Phase 4 as uh, evidenced by the growing importance of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, still, the Doctor Strange sequel is not the only property that has been, yeah, property has been confirmed to tackle the idea behind alternate realities. Loki will carry on the same responsibility. Tom Hiddleston will be back to play the tr titular trickster, uh, but he will be in an entirely different scenario this time around. Given that the Prime Loki already died during the Infinity War, the series will instead follow the alternate version of the Asgardian who stole the Tesseract in Avengers Endgame. Um, the basic premise of the show has already been introduced, but the relative plot details are still being kept under wraps. Still. It's all confirmed that Loki will not be able or not will not be alone due to the lingering uh, presence of the Time Variance Authority led by Owen Wilson's Morbius. Morbius. Okay. Um now a new trailer has surfaced to give fans a sneak peek of what is to come. A fresh look at Loki, Marvel Studios officially released a brand new trailer for Loki showcasing stunning looks at Tom Hiddleston's new MCU adventure. Um, <clears throat> the trailer is packed with easter eggs and story uh, beats that tease the overall outlook of Loki and this will no doubt lead to numerous fan theories along the way. Based on what has been revealed, it looks like Loki will be easily caught by the TVA after messing up reality during Endgame, thus leading the trial the trial involving the timekeepers. Okay. So, weird wording. Uh the the new footage uh, did a good job on showcasing the TVA headquarters as well as establishing the main players in an organization such as Morbius, Goo Goo, I don't even know if that's the right, how you even say that, Mabatha Ra's unnamed character, and several time guards. That being said, the God of Mischief appears to be aware of the existence of this time-based organization and it will be interesting to find out uh, how this story will beat, how this story beat will unravel the, what is a story beat? Anyway, the trailer <laughs> confirmed that Loki's main, 
<laughs> okay. Loki's main mission is to help the TVA fix reality with um, the villain ultimately joining the team since they need his unique Loki perspective on the surface. This means that the TVA will be using Loki to undo what he did, but it seems reasonable to assume that there is a deeper reason behind the villain's recruitment. Uh, shots of alternate worlds and um, other worldly settings are then featured effectively teasing fans that Loki will be a show like no other in the MCU. It's currently unknown who will serve as the villain of the series, but the trailer did tease that a hooded individual might be the one causing more disruptions to reality. What is with the text between you and... <laughs> I'm getting text notifications between me and Terrence and his friend. What are you doing? Are you okay? Currently unknown, who will serve as the villain in the series? Can you stop? He's fine. He's just acting this way. But the trailer did tease that the individual might be the one causing more in, uh, disruptions in reality. Connecting the dots, it's possible that the hooded figure is actually an alternate Loki from another uh, timeline, thus solidifying the plan. Um, of the TVA recruit Thor's adopted brother for the job. Whatever the case, this trailer should boost the excitement of N MCU fans dialing the hyper the hype for Loki even more. Loki is set to premiere on Disney Plus in June. And with that, I uh, I am done because I have a husband to take care of. And, um, we're trying to get dinner, so, see ya. You got anything to say for yourself? No! <laughs> you sure? Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. 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 It's me. <laughs>